Hey, Devil fans, you're tuned in to the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast, and here are your hosts, Chris Cole and Dan Martin. Snap spot, Joseph, right-footed kick, it is... Yeah, we uh, figured, we know this is not a Minnesota Viking podcast, it's a New Jersey Devil podcast, but we figured we were going to start off on a positive, because if we just sit here and talk about the Devils, it's going to just get into a swamp of negativity and anger, so we figured we'd start off on a positive note, plus they're my favorite team. You're listening to the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil podcast, I'm Chris Cole, along with my partner Dan Martin, what's up Dan? What's up? Now that we got all that positivity out of the way, uh, let's talk about the Devils. No, oh. I, I, that was a great win. Great, right? Great. It was amazing. Uh, biggest win record. in biggest win in NFL history. Amazing. And to talk about the Devils, uh, we could just go with this. No, Gregory, no. Oh, this is bad, Wendy. Hold on to me. Yeah, it is bad. Hold on, hold on to him, Wendy. Because <laughs> it's getting rough around here. Holy shit! Where do we start? No, no, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. You what the fuck was that? That was you? I don't know what that was. That was weird. Yeah. Anyway, okay, a little technical difficulties. We apologize for that. Um, yeah, that was a double say. No, 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 no. Please don't talk about us, it sounded like. Um, because, you know, that was a horrible game. I mean... We're talking about the Florida game Saturday night. I mean, we said this last podcast, uh, you know, they're finding new ways to lose every game. And this was another one of those stories... What I really ups- was upset about was the total lack of urgency. No heart. They looked like they didn't want to be there. That they were like, you know, coming in. To, they were, you know, like clerks, you know. I'm not yeah, even supposed yeah. to be here today. I'm not even supposed and to be no, here. I was like, yeah, you're not. Somebody send this fucker home. I, That's what it, it was like. Uh, they, they just, they didn't have any heart. Um, that was a good way to put it. No heart. And, you know... I, I, what what is going to wake this team up? I, I'm, How I'm many gonna losses say, will it take? I'm going to say something. Okay, the 13 game win streak. The first that. quarter <laughs> of the neither today. The first quarter of the this season, it was all a big fucking ruse. It was they fleeced us all. They are not that team, and I don't. That was Lucy. Putting the football, holding it up. For exactly. Brown. Exactly. And, and they just pulled the football away, and every single Devil fan yeah. fell on our ass. I'd say around game nine or ten, we all jumped in, ready to, you know, and took a big swing at that. Like, you go back and, and listen she to these podcasts. Like, we were anointing these guys. This is one of the best teams that we had ever. They were playing that way. Holy I, shit. I did ask every step of the way, like, what is amazing is what is the. The ceiling on this team. Apparently, it was that last game. Apparently, oh, that was the floor. The ceiling was the 13 game win streak. That was it. You're That's not going to get the last get, game of that streak. That was the ceiling. You're not going to get any any better than that. Now, I mean, yeah, the guys are all there. And, you know, yeah, this isn't a complete and total, you know, uh, shipwreck. I, I always use that word. It's not because, I mean, Pilat is coming back. You do have, um, you know, a few guys like 
Bastion and Palat that are out that are going to come back uh, and hopefully help this team. But, you know, they... It's not a shipwreck, but it's kind of like the Titanic has, you know, hit something. We just don't know what it is yet. Well, yeah, the hull's bridge, we just don't know how bad yeah, it there, is. I mean, there's hundreds of Irish dying at bottom decks. Yeah. But from where we're it, sitting up here in our lovely, like, you know... Deck chairs. Yeah, we're we're listening to the band play. It's pretty good still. We're like, not listening yet. Yeah, we know we know <laughs> we know something's going on. People yeah. are running around frantically. Yeah, uh, there's some bells and whistles going off. But you know, for the most part, everyone's saying it's all right. Stay calm. Yeah, uh, I think that if they go this week without turning things around, it's panic time. Right. Um, and you know, so look, so. Uh, he sure apparently um, is the dirtiest player in the league. I, I, Florida and, it really would think so. I, 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 all right, let's let's talk about this because this is fucking. This just pissed me off on so many levels. All right, how long Nico Heischer has been in this league now for five seasons? Yeah, everybody knows he's always a, he's a cheap shot artist, right? Always <sighs> look. Call him Slew Band Two Point Everybody, <laughs> fuck band. out of here. He has never played dirty. Nope. Um, he is an extremely respectful, clean player. He, you know, doesn't take shots, doesn't take liberties, always speaks highly of his opponents. He's not a fucking scumbag. Uh, yeah. Well, apparently Florida thinks that they're a bunch of scumbags. Well, they, they sent Barkov off like and, like Bambi, you know, uh, right. on the ice <laughs> right, with his so, new fucking knee. So, and we were supposed to, like, tiptoe right. around it, I guess. So, so the face-off happens. Uh, he sure's definitely clearly off balance and yeah. and and coming down he's holding his his stick you know perpendicular to the ice comes down on markov's knee it right. bends a little bit apparently he's made out of jello and it snapped yeah so he's okay like, ah, the doctor said i'm not supposed to get hit in the knee <laughs> Don't That's fucking my new play knee. Hockey, dude. The doctor said i'm not supposed to get cross-checked ah. in it <laughs> exactly <laughs> so he, so he fucking hobbles off and, uh, you know, basically it was, uh, what the fuck, so Ekblatt, that fucking scumbag. Yeah. So Ekblatt and his boys, they just start taking liberty after liberty after liberty on Heischer. And for yeah. one point, I thought Heischer was going to start crying. He yeah. looked very, very upset. And uh, I, I think don't know, more on a personal level, he's like, but everybody likes me. I'm a nice guy. I think what he was really going <laughs> to cry about was, how come nobody's got my fucking yeah. back out here? Exactly. <laughs> Did my team want me dead, too? It, it, that was the, you know, this is your captain. He's getting pushed around, thrown on his ass, yeah. taking liberties left and right, and nobody on the devil team, not one fucking man, did a thing about it. No. So you know what you devils were on that game? They were fucking S-A-W-F-T soft. These fucking okay. guys played soft. Anybody that watches wrestling will know what I'm talking about. I got about. you. Um, so, yes, they were fucking soft. And they didn't deserve to win. And they need to turn it around. And, and if this team really it, it wants to have a, a make a run and, and make the playoffs and, and maybe do something, you have Florida again in two nights. And yeah. I'm not saying take stupid penalties or anything, but you let them at least know that, you know... This has gone on too. This has been happening this season with certain dudes, and you know the Devils have been winning, so it's not a big deal. But when right. you're in a funk like that, and you need a spark, <laughs> and your captain 
is getting the shit kicked out of him left and right. Well, this was, was so stupid. I mean, what's the standard thing when your team's playing? Like, they don't want to be there. They're looking a little sleepy. They don't have the edge. You tell you your enforcer, the guy who's, you know, look, this, you know what you're here for. Go fucking start a fight. And he does it. This was handed to you. The fight was handed to you. Your captain was being attacked. Yep. And you just fucking did nothing. After the game, Lindy Ruff was asked about this. And I think he, I'm, I'm going to say correctly, said that, yes, I thought our team response would have been a bit bigger. And I'm like, I couldn't agree with you more, Lindy. Too bad there wasn't a fucking coaching staff who was in charge of talking to their team about what's going on in the game and helping them direct that. So I mean, isn't that on you too, dude? Yeah. You know, now the excuse what for the Devil's Bench was that none of them knew what was going on. None of them How were aware of it. They were just are, so are, are paid to fucking watch these games. We have like six. We have more more coaches than I think any team Could in at the least NHL. An athletic trainer wake somebody up to tell them, "Hey, coaching staff, you know, th- don't tell me they didn't know about it. Somebody saw but that's it. What they saying. were just like, I don't know. Like I was trying to play Devil's Advocate here." And, and say, maybe, you know what it is? Come on. Last podcast, us, many others out there were saying this team's taking too many dumb penalties. So maybe they're thinking, look, this is a penalty trap. I don't want to get sucked into it. Guys, will take the high road here. I, I mean, I just, I don't understand why you can't, as a winning team, use that kind of, you know, situation without falling for a penalty trap. You don't have to have zero heart. You don't have to go out there and pretend you're robots. And you could use it as a, a rallying point for your team. Where is the leadership in that locker room? That's what I want to know. Because right now, I don't know who it is. Uh, the only fucking player on that team that is producing right now and playing well, and, and that's Jack Hughes. Uh, and definitely. you know what's going to fucking happen. You're gonna, yeah. We could do this a couple more years, and what's Jack going to do? He wants out. I don't want to be the only no. fucking guy in the entire team. I mean, Miles Wood is tired of being on a bad team. How do you think fucking where, Jack's going to feel? A where couple has years Miles Wood been? You well, don't have I'm just a fucking, back no, I, I, I know what you're saying. But, yeah, but that's a great question. But he doesn't where have a now? fucking right now to say anything because he's fucking Somebody invisible. Put him on a good team, but now he's doing this. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, that's, that's he was on a good to team. Answer your question. Uh, you know, and, and he is to blame just as much as anybody for this losing streak. Yeah, he there's so been, many guys that have gone to sleep, gone away. Sharon Govich, you know, like just not even. There. What are you doing? What the are defense. you defense? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, Holson again. Hamilton. Okay. Why? Siegenthaler. These guys are playing like literally playing like fucking shit. Yeah. It, Hamilton got a goal, but you know what? The, the defense. No, was Marino in. got the goal. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Hamilton. What Saturday against yeah. Florida? No, it was Marino. Okay, he must have picked up the system, I guess, or something. On one of those goals. But uh, he's got a point in the standings. Whatever. Neither here nor there. The point is, I haven't been excited about anybody's play. Other than Hughes. And Marino. I'll give yeah, him Marino. that. Okay. I'll give him that. So there are two main For the most stays. part. Yeah. Uh, you know, he sure was playing, you know, pretty good. Uh, yeah, but I'll be honest. He, was he has com- not gone through a good stretch here, though. No, and he and he was completely taken off his game on Saturday. I know. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Please. Ask away. I hate to be like, you know, in this day and age, a victim blamer. But you <laughs> are saying some very real things about this points to character problems and what kind of team do, and my question too is think about some of the great captains you've known don't you think they he, they would have made this team follow them by example there I is mean, no at some point can, if we're going to have the, the Swiss neutral captain this is the Swiss neutral captain's team like Look, you know what I mean I think he doesn't have enough I'm going to go back at you either 
is he, the problem. No, he doesn't. And he, that's not part of his game. And I think that might be the only part of his game that is lacking because he's an extremely talented player. Uh, yeah, when they maybe, were, I don't know. Maybe that, as a captain? Well, I mean... you get we that were, in your game if you're captain. And if, if you don't... If that's not him, and I'm not saying he's not a valuable player in so many ways, but if that part isn't there, I ask, I ask a question. It, does that mean maybe this is not for him to be the captain? I, I, I mean, I've been a little shaky on him. With yeah, you players. have, and I kind of backed him up, and you were the one that was a little bit shaky. Well, you know, I'm, and I'm the beginning not of to the be year, fair I didn't have any complaints when he was winning thirteen in a row as right. captain. He's he's producing every game too, you know. And but it, a true captain, you know, it's when adversity right. strikes. Whether or not That's you're a good point. captain, and and Nico Hisha right now is not doing enough, and and I have a big problem with a lot of guys on this team right now, and I have a very big problem with the coaching staff on this team right now, uh, and mainly Lindy Ruff. Like you said, this happened in the second period with right. Barkov. If this is just the way the third period turned and they were kind of like never right, had a chance to still in the game. Let's and, just try and win. Right. Uh, you know, when you have Danico just sitting there going, what the fuck are they doing? Uh, you know, yeah. everybody saw it in the stands. Everybody saw it watching at home. Uh, Danico saw it. You know, the coaching staff saw it. This was not addressed during the second period. Lindy Ruff is, a, is like a gentleman person. Um, Nico Heischer is a, is a European gentleman player. These are not like you know, gritty guys. And you know what? When you go the opposite extreme, you don't get a winning package either. You get your John Tortorella's for coach. Fuck that. I don't want that. No. But, you know, I think there's a middle ground. Yeah. And I think Andrew that most Burnett. coaches would not stand for letting their team just just watch. Just watch as this went down. I think that Tom Fitzgerald's lights have been going off right now. And I think he realizes that he's got to get some muscle on this team. And he's got to get some and, – and look, and I don't think anybody's safe right now. Of course, you know, there are – you know the guys that are safe. But as far yeah. as the trades go, I don't think anyone the – you know, I think if you had to say right now with our top six forwards, who's safe? Um, he's sure safe. Yeah. All right, so I'll ask you. Is Tatar safe? I have not been impressed with Tatar all year. And now, when things were going well, I'd say he stepped up his game from last year. Right. But – I mean, we need so him now. Safe. No, no, okay. he's not safe. I agree. Uh, he sure we both agree is safe. Yeah. Um, okay, Mercer. I mean, uh, yes. I think I, he's safe I think too. He's safe. I think he's safe too. Brat. Boy, he's such a big name. Now, when you factor in his non-contract situation and the way he's playing now, that spells go. He's got to go. And I, that's I mean, like, saying, what are you doing? He's got, but but he's been absolutely invisible. Uh, the, you know, he, he goes through this shit where he just disappears for weeks on end. And you know what? I know. We don't need that right now. We spoke a little bit about this last time. In a playoff series, you, you know, you get a player to go away for a game, that can really hurt you. Four games, five games, uh, weeks? Weeks. Forget about it. Yeah. Playoffs are over. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I just don't feel like he's so got we, that we're kind gonna of say Brad's, Brad's not safe. Especially too, like, like the practicality of like he did sign the long term contract. Now listen, we were saying lock him up, lock him up. He was playing out of his fucking yeah. head, especially in the front half of the streak. Uh, cool off a little bit as it went on, but not much. I mean, he looked great. So you know it's there, but unless you are uh, somebody who can figure him out and get more consistent production, and to get going when the going gets tough, that's what I really worry about with this team. How does this turn into this losing streak? 
And how are they? A and few bad games, a few bad bounces, and this is where they. It's you, all overreaction, psychological, you know, well, inability to get your shit together. First off, I just want to say to the podcast audience, I fucked up big time last time. I was saying it was a five game losing streak, right. and it was four out. It was it was uh, five out of six. And it was a four in a row losing streak. Right. Now they are out of five games. Not, losing you, streak. you were just I missed channeling. that Chicago you, game. You saw it um, in the future. I think. Yeah, well, we lost to the Islanders. We beat Chicago three nothing, and then th- we lost to the Rangers and the Stars and the Flyers and the Panthers. I so got a lot I, of emails about that, and when I called the Nashville Predators, the Atlanta Thrashers, you got so a lot of emails. There was a couple that. errors. Oh yeah, I mean, they wanted to see if I was okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you really get any emails on it? Uh, so many. Okay. Um, all right, so let's talk here. Um, so we're going to say that um, Nico's safe, and of course Hughes is safe. Yes. And who else has been playing on those lines with them right now? Uh, ODB safe because he's, Eric, he's not been Eric here. And we missed him. <laughs> okay, you know, look, it's I don't know. I go back and forth with him. I want to see more out of him, but he got I think. Two assists in the last game. I think he's safe. He looked pretty good. He's been responding. And how about this? Can you take another veteran out of the locker room at this point? If no. anything, you need somebody and like you, him. And you need his face-off win. You need his uh, his experience. I completely agree. Yeah, but you know, I'll tell you what. I, I kind of begrudgingly call him safe because I, I think we should have seen more out of him by now. And I'm hoping it's coming. Is Miles Wood safe? Boy, it, 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 much in the same way. Like, you don't want to lose Hall out of the locker room and maybe face-offs too. Who else we got crashing nets and scoring go- goals like that with speed and, and you know, just big barreling through? Right. We don't have anybody who plays a game like Wood. Yeah. There are people out there who do. We should probably have two or three on this yeah, team. Well, Wood's and not even in doing In which it. case, I would say... He wouldn't be safe if we had anybody to fill that role, but we don't. Would he be safe? I get you. I get you. Uh, Do you know that in German, the word for wood is Holtz, so that's confusing. It really the is Germans. confusing. Is, is Holtz safe? It's all the Germans. Holtz I've been is, getting emails from Germans, too. Holtz is not safe. Um, all right. Uh, Michael McLeod, safe. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and a bright spot in this bad patch, I'll yeah. tell you. He, yeah, I think that if you had to say the the... Two best forwards during this stretch right now has got to be Hughes and, and McLeod. Yeah. You know? All yeah. right. So, and then, so, I mean, Kevin Ball, you know, yeah, you got Severson out of the lineup. There was no fucking change. You thought that that would maybe light a little fire under yeah, these guys' so, asses. Yeah, you know, the rest of the team, you know, we're serious. And uh, I guess it was defensively a little bit better, but not much. No. I mean, you didn't have that colossal... Oh my God! Here's a two-on-one turnover. No, but he could have played a little better. Yeah, it was not. Um, he had a under, you know, 900 save percentage, and he didn't look as good as he did in previous games. Really, I'm not calling the goals horrible, but I think at his best, he saves two of those four. I agree, and I think as far as defense goes, really, really. Severson is probably the only one on that. In the, the, those pairings that I think is not safe for a trade. I, I think that there's no way you're going to... Because, look, we, we know what Siegenthaler and, you know... We're not even going to talk about fucking uh, Hamilton. I mean, that's just not happening. Yeah, Marino. Uh, Graves, Marino. Marino's so safe. Yeah. And, and, he's the and second safest devil behind Hughes. Maybe Graves only because he's an unrestricted free agent yeah, this oh, year. Yeah, that's true. We have to, like, be... Smart about this. If usually at the end of trade deadline, you 
you know, are faced with sometimes losing a player, you're like, why? And it was business, you know. You know, so and some so, of these guys. So maybe I mean Sharon Govich, is he safe? Right, but right now I put him in a category of like, well, maybe it's for the best. I talk about player who goes away, who doesn't seem like he. You know, he seems like he likes to pile on when the team's doing well. Mm-hmm. He'll come out and add a beautiful goal to the score when you don't fucking need those goals. And I haven't seen him play a gritty game for sixty minutes. I haven't seen him, you know, play at least you know marginally defensively sound in this bad stretch of his. He's been bad uh, defensively. You know, and, uh, his production's gone. You know, look, they have a good Carolina Hurricane team, and you start. They, this thing continues any longer, you could forget about playoffs. Because the fucking every team in the Metropolitan Division is doing amazing. The Rangers are on a seven-game winning streak. Yep. I think the Penguins are on a six-game winning streak. Uh, you know, every play, every team, when a month, a month and a half ago, yep. we were doing this podcast, going, they keep playing like this. Nobody's going to fucking yeah, catch them. Okay? Right now, Guess what? The Everybody whole, caught them. Oh, yeah. The whole conference is just the Devils and the Bruins, you know? Yeah. And Boston hasn't cooled off, but... Because the they're meantime, a veteran good team is... that knows how to win, and right. the Devils are not. And they, you know, I really do think Palak coming back is going to help this team a ton. Well, now, like, we went from, like, hey, it's going so well, he can take all the time he needs. Now to, yeah, to, get the oh, fuck back okay in the lineup. Now? He's the yeah, savior. Exactly. Because a shakeup like that, where you get a skilled player back in and, you know. I don't know. I I just feel like sometimes this team really lacks the ability to grind it out when they need to grind it out. They want it to be pretty. And, they, it, and if it's not right. pretty, they're, they're not interested. And they were doing that during the winning streak. They yeah. were. They were winning a bunch of different ways. And if you yes. wanted to if you wanted to, to shut them down, play defensive hockey, and win, uh, play one nothing or 2-1 game, they can beat you that way. If you're going to let them skate all over and put up five, six, seven goals, they can do that too. Now, it's like you had your identity, and that's completely lost. Yeah. You, you have what the fuck is this team's identity right now? And they still are. This you is know, the rope dope. You know what it is? They saw teams were just getting too much on their ass, and they wanted to fall off the radar a little bit. How about that? Is that is, is, it is the that it? Rope dope, where they're just not going to fall into a good winning percentage, but nothing spectacular, and then sneak up on everybody. God, I hope you're right. Lindy Ruff, mad genius. Yeah. He's got well, complete look, buy-in for, for all of his players, not only his players, but actors. This is, this is extremely frustrating. Why don't you just act like and, you don't give a shit about Nico? It Why might be. You go a, there and pretend he's dead to you. <laughs> it might be a good thing that we're, we're going on the road now. Yes. Um, I was saying, yeah. let's get us on the road before the last game. Because I just, two games ago, because I, I just, I don't know. I, the building went quiet. I understand. And... You know, look, over the last 10 years, Devils fans have definitely had their right to be a little suspicious. But, you know, that that building got quiet fast. We all felt the same thing as Devils fans. Like, here we go again. And it was palpable in that fucking building. Oh, God. Especially, so, like, that Toronto game yeah. when it was fucking, you know... Uh, um, oh, you're, you're, you're going the other way. I was yeah. saying when the crowd was there and they were on fire, that building was rocking and... Right. You know, they but were, boy, they, did it go away quick. Yeah. Well, look, you know, you win, they're going to be behind you. Yeah, no, but, but I mean, you know what it is, too? Uh, we've seen so much misery that immediately... I mean, we were saying this, I think, even after the first or second loss... You snap back into like here we go again mentality, right? right. Uh, because you've just seen so much bad over recent history, 
and I feel like everybody in that stadium is giving that vibe right back to them. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you were never for real. This was all a fraud. You could just feel that energy, and you know the players can too. Yeah, so well, that's absolutely. why I was like, and you're absolutely right. Get them on the fucking road. Let them go play a hockey game where they're just like this. I'm playing right. a hockey game. You know, hands over their eyes, not paying attention to the crowd's vibe and stuff. Because all it know. takes is one game. That's it. All it takes is them to go out and click and play the way they played during the 13-game winning streak. Go into Carolina, beat them 4-1, 5-1, whatever. Yeah, Multiple goals. One. Definitely. Yeah. You beat them, and then all of a sudden, hey, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, you know what? We are a good team, and we do kind of remember how to play hockey, and we can do this. And you go out, and you can start building off of that. Every right. team gives into a run. I mean, the pan- the the. Uh, Penguins, rather, had a seven-game losing streak this year. It happens to the best teams. Yes. But you know what the best teams do? They get out of it. They become better because of it. it can Lindy Ruff coach these guys to be better coming out of this than they were before? And I don't know if he can. now. I know. It's amazing because I I'm trying to be aware that we go back and forth on things as fans because you react to the game going back and forth. It's it's only makes sense. But you know when they started winning, you know the sorry Lindy chance. You know the, you know after maybe the three or four in a row as the streak began to grow, um, and you start seeing okay he's done some good moves here, but um, you know like this is the other side of that. Like if he's got it, almost worked against him is what I'm saying. It's it's now shown that he's handed all the pieces for a great fucking team. Yeah. Now you are the the master here. You're the chess master. You have to move the pieces where necessary, but all the pieces fucking work. You, they do work. They're good pieces. Yeah. You can't just now say I don't know what to do with it. And you that's know? the thing. You're 100 percent right. This is the team, man. Yeah. This is it. There is not next year. This right. is it. The Fitzgerald went out and got you all your chess pieces. Right. And you know what? You should be winning games regularly. I'm not saying that you can't go into a two-game, three-game funk, but a five, a six out of seven-game funk, that's bad. Yeah. Now you got to fucking turn it. And it is up to Lindy Ruff and Andrew Burnett and Sergey Breland and the other 15 coaches that they have on their fucking bench. It is up to them. And it's up to these players. And it's up to the veterans. And it's up to, you know, Nico Heischer the most. Right. You wear that C. That's not, you know, just... Because it looks nice. That means something. That means that this team is going to follow you. They are going to listen to you. That you are the leader on and off the fucking ice. And when you look like you're going to cry every time you get thrown on your ass when you go to the bench, I don't know how much that's helping. I really don't. Um, You know, I'm not saying that I think anybody on this team could be a, a, a better captain, but I think there probably is if you really stop and think about it. You know, who would you rather see with the C on? Um, well, the, the guys with the most experience is, are often who you think about, but the problem we have with making that move now... Well, no, 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 I don't think you can. If, yeah, you can't, but I mean, if, if, if you're taking this decision in a vacuum, not like this guy just came on your team and is, uh, you know, taking the C off a long-time teammate Nico's chest. Right. Because that would be a whole difference. You just can't. And no, and you don't want to cause but that the, kind of risk. So, rift like, if you know, with a stroke of a magic wand, you're going to make somebody else captain. That's what I'm saying. Fit. Yeah, gotcha. So, I I mean, it would be hard to choose against somebody like Hala. I, I like Hala for that, especially if he gives a little bit more production. Um, 
a lot of people would say Hughes because he's constantly out there and playing hard. Uh, if if you do that, you force him down the road of some other great players who had to also be captain. I don't think it's necessarily the best thing. I agree because he is not that he never has that grit part of his game. And period. Let, let Jack Hughes worry about doing right. Jack Hughes shit. Exactly. He's you know and besides it, he's crazy young. Yeah. What are we talking about? And. You know I'm just talking about as far as like best producer on the team. Yes. Yeah, sure, but I don't but like that, that doesn't automatically make you captain material. Um, right. You know, Andy Green was tag captain this team for a very long time. Right. Um, you know, I I do. I wonder about one player's leadership in this team, and and I'm going to ask you about him. And I'll tell you right off the bat, I feel as if this guy who came in with a lot of hype and has absolutely produced. On the ice, for the most part. But yet, I feel that... And just from the eye test, that this dude is not a great locker room leader. I'm not saying he's not a, he's a bad presence or a cancer to the team or anything like that. Right. But I'm saying a guy who I thought coming in was going to bring a little bit more uh, of the leadership aspect to right. his game. Do you know who I'm talking about? I'm thinking of Tatar. I don't know if you're thinking of him. I'm not. Okay. Thinking of Hamilton. Ah, yeah, that's a great point. That's a, that is a very good point. Um, you know what? I feel like he acts and plays younger in his career than he is. That's a good. You know point. what I mean? He does, right. he he's surprisingly not a mature mature player. I kind of thought he was, but I've seen a, a few reactions he had on the ice to things, and. He just seems like he plays like a mentally younger player. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does make sense. Takes dumb penalties sometimes. Yes. You know, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree. a little bit more hot easily about good and bad things, but then not follow through. Like, there's no, like, I don't know. He doesn't have, like, a captain's direction thing. Right. And I would have thought he did. He kind of looks the part. Yeah, he? and he I looks thought, like you know, it. with him coming yeah. over, you know, and how, how how highly touted he was in that offseason yeah. that we were not just getting a great offensive defenseman. We were oh, yeah, and I'll a, tell you this. I'm biased. I kind of always think of a North American when it comes to captain. Now, I know there's been some great European captains in history and stuff. You're a I racist, man. I guess I'm being a racist, man. <laughs> um, I don't care if it's Canadian or American, but for some reason, I always feel like the Europeans... Sure. Scotty <laughs> Gomez North for America. captain. For captain, yeah, definitely. Scotty Gomez. All right, so go ahead, finish your point. I don't know. I just think sometimes with the Europeans, it's not even so much the way flashy. they play. It's it, it's also, I think, like, you know, to, I don't know, to have that role, that authority, it kind of helps to be, you know, this is your game, the Canadian, you know, the odd American here or there. The Europeans play their totally different game when they play. They don't play the same game. And it's just, it's always kind of been that way. I know there's some of their leagues are very good leagues. They have oh, yeah. amazing skill But I completely, everything. I do agree with you. I agree with I you. I don't think they have that, you know, this is a battle mentality that the North American players do sometimes. No, I agree. I mean, the last, I think, I mean, really after the, the Soviet Union fell, you lost that in all of Europe. Yeah, it's I mean, really they're that like, yeah, you know, I, pl- I play, I, I shoot the puck, and <laughs> I score a goal, and that's it. Oh, no, we didn't win today. It's not, it's not a problem. Where are they like, from? All over the place, apparently. If you go by that accent, <laughs> I don't know where. There's even, like, Jamaican in there. <laughs> there was it at the end, a Jamaican. And you know, the Jamaican hockey player. You, you, you come in to get your devil's, uh, our, our, our takes on opinions, but you stay, was, you stay for the impressions, really. I think I was what? thinking of a Finnish guy at first. 
You know, like a... They don't even speak English. Okay. No, but they have to try (laughs) when they do interviews. You've heard this, right? I have. What the fuck are we talking about? They speak English better than we do. Just with funny little accents. (laughs) They they all speak English. All right. It's amazing. So... That was actually more Canadian than anything else, it I think. Did, I did drift into <laughs> Canadian in the middle. <laughs> did. It, in my mind, it was a Finnish player who spent a lot of time in Canada. Okay. All right? We All just right. got traded from the Sens. He's uh, been in Canada for 10 years. So Timo Solani. Yes. Okay. <laughs> from the Jets. Yeah, the old team. No, so, yeah, I don't know. Timo Solani is what right? I was thinking about. Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, yeah. that's what I thought. All right, so Devils have a lot of fucking problems. Um, now, my other question... Is it, in your opinion, and all the hockey... Well, you know what? Tell the story about the high school game that you were just at. And what happened at the end. And how that, in this weird way, uh, does kind of uh, project a little bit on on what the Devils have been doing. Go ahead. I went to my kids' high school game. And they were winning like 6-2. Waning seconds, really, of the game. Uh... They were in their defensive end. Uh, You know, an obviously disgruntled kind of upset, I'm going to take it out on you player from the other team, is, you know, dishing a couple cross checks while digging for the puck at the, you know, head of one of the other players. In fact, their captain, too. Okay. Which is kind of funny here in this parallel. And, look, it was literally the last three, four, five seconds that this play is going down a scrum in the corner. One of his teammates, who is known as the I'd love to hit people hothead, um, just saw the action going on and literally wasted no time and flattened the kid in an obvious boarding call, in which they gave him boarding and like a misconduct with 1.6 seconds left. But and, even with 1.6 seconds right. left, he came in and yeah. took care of his teammate. And, and, and my point was like, this is amazing. This kid knows how to do this. Like... This kid saw this situation right. and know, you know what? It was probably the wrong way to react because tactically that game was over. Nothing good could come of it. Da, 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 da. But it, what I'm saying is he saw it. Now I'm supposed to believe the New Jersey Devils, professional hockey players all their lives, way longer than this kid, um, did not really notice their captains getting run at. Or what? Decided that it wasn't worth you know, doing anything about that continuous 40-minute abuse? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. For, for almost 40 We're not minutes. talking about the last three seconds of the game where you wouldn't even bothered getting upset with the team for, you know, just skating Especially off the ice in that situation. Yeah, when it, you're winning it, 6-2. It was, it was embarrassing. Yes. It, it, that's the only word I can use uh, to describe that game on Saturday was just embarrassing. And I really hope that these guys got an earful in the locker room and they went home... To their fucking you know million dollar apartments and and they put on uh, the game and they rewatched it and they thought oh wow we we really fucked I up had this and we image. cannot let that happen again yeah I had this image in my head of Kenny naked well in a way it was <laughs> yeah I mentioned after the game you was know he's been trying to be professional he's he goes out to that locker room and then like a, a wrestler. Rips his shirt off, starts yelling and throwing shit in the room. Because that's what he would have done with those fucking guys. Especially as this team evolved, he was probably there to be like this crazy fucking attack dog if you deviated from defense. Jacques Lemaire's like, I love him. And he pets him. Because it wasn't for a stellar play. He was, you know, nope. 
But he was probably like, he would not put up with a shitty effort like that from anyone. No. At least when he was sober. No. <laughs> I was just going to say, any pound of bottle of tequila and beat the shit out of you. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he's an angry guy. Yeah, yeah I mean, this team, but, who's that guy? That's what I mean. Like, uh, we don't have him. No. And um, I saw a little bit with Bryce Salvador looking like, I would. Bryce is the nicest Canadian guy you'll ever meet. Right, he's the kind of guy who would like say he was sorry if you stepped on his foot. <laughs> right. and he'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, my foot was there." He's a nice guy, but even he was like, "I would never put up with this fucking shit." Yeah, and these it, guys have no, no, no heart at all. No, no heart. You no can just balls. see that in his eyes, and, yeah. and that's the thing that worries me the most. Because look, you know, we lost when we lost to the Rangers. You could sit there and go, "You know what? They played their asses off. They lost in overtime." And we talked about this. The same thing with the. Uh, the uh, the Stars game, um, Islander game, you, they lost. You could still take some good out of it. But the last two, the Florida game and the Flyer game, yes. like you're going fucking backwards, man. Yep. You know, and this is the thing that concerns every fucking Devil fan. It's like this team won 13 games in a row. They took the NHL by storm. They were the hottest story, the hottest team, all anybody was talking about in the world of hockey was the New Jersey Devils and how amazing they are this year. And now it's like every game, like you said, finding new and exciting ways to lose, finding new and exciting ways to just be a bunch of fucking softies going out there getting pushed around and bitch slapped and watching your captain get his fucking ass handed to him for 40 minutes and not doing a fucking thing. Yeah, and and you know, look, not a good, not a good look. No, and okay, next question. What's it going to take to get out of it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I would say before the two last games, I saw strong effort. I saw a lot of mistakes and penalties, and you know what I saw? Like maybe this, this streak of losing now, as it pre- approached three and four, was unnecessarily long because they felt so much pressure to get out of a. You know, people want to know, are you in a losing streak because you lost twice? And you guys were just streaking winning, so now we're thinking, how long of a losing streak can you put together? Right. Like, psychologically, that's in, in people's thoughts, and they're constantly getting that shit and negativity thrown at them. And so how do they respond to that? I think some of them have definitely internalized that pressure. And then, you know what pissed me off? The last two games, especially the last one, it was almost like, if that theory holds any water, that they're just, you know, struggling because they really didn't want to, like, Disappoint, and they know they got this big positive record, asking for a comeuppance, and they're tired of the pressure. Then where's the effort? Yeah. You know, if you're scrambling, ah, oh, but you took bad penalties, and, and you know, even like stupid shit, like why would you make that pass through two, you know, defenders when you're up in a two-one game, and it, like uh, Severson's huge mistake. Even that doesn't show like an, I don't want to be here, and that's what I saw. They were like. That was a sleepwalking game against Florida. Against Florida, they, yeah. They were just like, yeah. well, whatever. Well, yeah. whatever. It was like total negativity as if they were making a vote of no confidence on each other, on the team themselves, the coaching. And just really shitty to watch that because, you know, that's like, oh, boy, this is a deeper problem than it looked. Well, I believe it might be a deeper problem. And I think this week is most definitely going to tell us whether or not this is a deeper problem or this is a blip on the radar and they're going to be able to get back to doing yeah. the things that they did. It's now, definitely bigger than a blip now. Even if they put it in a rearview mirror, this is going to be hard to forget. That's a long fucking stretch to lose 
Well, you know what I mean? You know, like, if they that's... crack off three, four in a row, then you know what? You can put this behind you. And, and you know, especially if you start winning games the way you were winning them before. Um, yeah. you know. And then it would be the, the argument that I'd be making there for the future is now it's the argument for consistency. Right. Can you play three out of four good? Because here's, can here's you do the thing. That? Can you win at that pace or close to it? Then you're great. You don't have to win every fucking game. You don't have to win 13 in a row. The last week that they just went through, yeah. that gets you out of around the playoffs. You're done. Bye. I know. You lost five games. So I mean, you only need to lose that four. That's huge lead. That's it's it. just about gone. You're gone. Uh, You're done. Uh, so, you know, and, and you no, know. That's Van- a hell of a streak. That's a sweep streak. Vanacek uh, should be in goal tomorrow against Carolina, which yeah. then worries me a little bit about Smead on set on Tuesday night, or rather Wednesday night, against Florida. Um, I know. This is kind of why... I wanted, and I wanted I, Vanacek in Florida. Yeah, I know. We I talked about that. I agree that with that. That would have made more sense. But I don't know. Now, Whatever. Blackwood is back with the team. I didn't catch this shit, dude. For real? I believe that I heard that he was coming back with the big club and traveling with them on this uh, trip. Is he dressing? Is uh, there, Are they going to put him in a backup role to, to Vanacek or Schmied? We, don't don't, know. we haven't heard that yet, right? He's not going to necessarily get a start, is he? Well, let's see. I don't know. I feel like that's a vote of no confidence for the goaltending, which, uh, apart from the first, like, mediocre, you know, performance, which was last night, and timely, I guess, an argument, but they, they've had amazing goaltending. They the goaltending has not down. been a problem. Oh, it's official they sent yep. it down. Wow. I'm really fucking pissed off right now. I think he had, like, an 893 save percentage threat game. It was not great. He loved to be over 900, but it wasn't that bad. And... Uh, I don't know if we've had that consistently from fucking Blackwood either, but that's another argument. Well, Mackenzie's got... looks like another chance. How many chances are we giving this guy? Akira Schmid has played... Is back in the lineup too? <laughs> Akira Schmid has played amazing for this club. And, you know, he's he got you through the 13-game winning streak. Oh, uh, him and Vanacek, super impressive wins in that. Right, and him and Vanacek played great. And, and even a couple and, of losses, he was not bad at all. This is the only one I was even saying were, hey, it's not his best. There were, you know, right. goals you could question. I just really hope, uh, more than anything, yeah. let me start by saying I really hope that he can come in and play great for this team. Uh, sure. But I do not think that's going to happen. And I'm, and a lot of people that are much smarter than me when it comes to hockey are making these decisions. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe this is a, we're going to see how he does, and we're going to audition him a little bit because maybe he's on the way out. Yeah, I mean, I was um, thinking about that even at the beginning of the season, like how much, and when, when is he lost his, his his position right off the bat, you're like, how much more do we even have to play him? Can we just get rid of him? Uh, Can we have to audition him, like you're saying, to show that he's not broken? Is that the idea? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, what is that? That's a long. I don't think they really think like that, do they? Ah, uh, man. All I know is that this is not what this. I don't think this is what this team needs right now, because you know you're trying to get out of a, yeah. a a funk, and you you have you do have two guys that have played very well for you, and you're gonna go and kind of throw a great big unknown into the the mix, and I mean. Vanacek, I really hope, starts tomorrow against Carolina, and then I guess you're going to play Blackwood on Tuesday or Wednesday against the Panthers. So Wednesday night's going to be, uh, fuck, man. I don't like it at all. 
And I said it on this podcast. I will be extremely pissed off if we send Schmid back, if he continues to play well, yeah. and we send him down for Blackwood. Blackwood has not done shit for this team, uh, and I just I don't agree with it. I think it's a fucking mistake, and I hope to whatever that I'm wrong. So do you think maybe scenarios like Fitzgerald has been on the phone with one or more GMs who are like, yeah, I'm interested in Blackwood, but, you know, I want to see what he's like when he comes back from the injury. That's, you know, is he you healthy? Know, before, you know, know, like, because they, they, these trades don't happen on trade day with no talks in between. Oh, no. So you don't really know. And then, so it could be like, listen, the plan is I want him in a few games when he's healthy. I, I hope so. You know, I, I don't, because that's possibly the way it would work. Yeah, right? I, I, absolutely. Especially, you know, with the trade deadline, it is going to be coming up. I know it's March, but it is going to be coming up fast. And yeah. you're going to have to really start figuring out what it is you're going to be shopping for. Right. Um, and, you know, I don't think that, I think Severson's not safe. I don't think Bratt is safe. And I don't think that Mackenzie Blackwood is safe. So, so here's the other thing, though. If that's true, like the scenario that I'm going to pretend that right. as a GM, maybe he wants to get him out. Here's what doesn't make sense with that. He he seemed to suck ass in Utica. Yeah. So he had one good save, one good start, one bad start. You think other teams aren't noticing that? These are games of record. I guess they look at it. What are you saying? Like, oh, now I've got to really play him in my NHL club. Well, is that really how it works? That seems crazy. I mean, I guess maybe you can say, you know, it's not a uh, apples to apples comparison if you're playing against AHL guys and, you know, not strong defensively and stuff like that and he's getting lit up. On the yeah. other hand, you can sit there and say he should be stopping everything in the AHL. If they he's generally don't like to caliber. move you up until you have a right. commanding save percentage and in the AHL. So what the fuck are they doing? That's that's what I'm trying to imagine. I mean, because I don't want to lie to you here, but I I haven't never been a GM. I don't know what the life is like. What the fuck are you talking I, about? Where I used to tell you that I ran a, a club. I didn't. I was not a GM. What's I mean, the club? When would that... Have even happened, Chris. I mean, well, you've known we've known each other our whole lives. Have you ever known me to coach a team? You said how you did were, you even believe? You said story? you were running a club. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure what kind of club. <laughs> okay, it's a glee club. <laughs> Can you sing me a song? Oh yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, no, this is this funny right here. This is fucking. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, I I'm. I'm like fucking dumbfounded with this Mackenzie Blackwood thing. Um, Akira Schmid should definitely be backing up Vanacek. I, I fear, I fear the worst. I fear that the the it's gonna just yeah, like they're so off spiraling. about spiraling. Like, this is the fucking moves they're making. Goaltending, like you know, like I was. This was the one thing we didn't have to worry about. I was looking at some uh, you know hot take about panic time for the Devils, and you know, in his opening little paragraph, there, this fucker's talking about. All the woes, which are well known, and shaky goaltending. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? No, the it, goaltending has been awesome. Goaltending over has been this whole year, the best thing that this team's had, the most consistent plus this season. Yeah, and I would put it right up there against Hughes. Yeah, they've had more consistent results as a goaltending duo than even Jack Hughes game to game. Yeah, so I mean that's how fucking great it's been. And some asshole has a you know it's writing about shaky goal because you know I think. You know, some of these morons at the end of the day go, well, they gave up three goals or they gave up four goals, and well, that's why you lost. If like, they lost, well, how did these they, goals get scored? When they lost the game, that's because the other team <laughs> right. scored more goals so how could you than say the that's Devils. Goal so the goaltending must be terrible. Right. Exactly. 
Okay. This, this, I don't know how they think about it. You know? I, I don't know what's going on with this Devil's Club right now. And, I mean, I really thought I was going to come in optimistic. I was going to, you know, and then I read about Mackenzie Blackwood. Now I just want to crawl in the fetal position and shit myself. Ah, you know, whatever. We'll just see what happens. Like you said, there's a, a positive spin no matter what happens in this scenario, to be honest. Because I hope that it is. If you're wrong, it's great. Yes. Because if, if you're wrong, and i got to say... Most people are wrong at this point <laughs> about Mackenzie Black when he plays out of his mind and steals you a game. And, oh, my God, he's emerging as a hot hand. He's doing amazing. And we go on this 10-game, nobody can believe Mackenzie Blackwood's playing out of – he's gone seven periods without allowing a goal. Okay, I'm like painting some imaginary picture. Which yeah, yeah you that. are. <laughs> but if it did – you, then you, I you know, stand the worst corrected. part is you gotta say I'm. I was so wrong about him. I didn't think that guy had it in him. And, and look what you get in return. Now yeah. on the other hand, he goes out there and shits the bed like we got him. We'll be like I told you so. <laughs> that always feels good. That's always or nice, or though. or he plays a couple of games before the you know before the end of the year. Yeah, and then they ship him somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are your three. The only three th- ways that this can go, right. um, or or he plays poorly and they send him back to Utica and they bring Schmidt. Yeah, back they up. just like needlessly you know, tacked on a loss for no reason. Right, like, and that's, in the middle what, of that's the thing that that's street. the thing that concerns. Yeah, me. like it's never a good time to lose. But now you want to fuck with the goaltending? Exactly. Like it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like you know what? Let's wait till after the new year. Let him go down, stay in Utica, and and let's just ride this thing out and try and get out of this right now. Where if the team wins two, three in a row, they're feeling good about themselves. Then you bring Blackwood back, and then you know it's not like this is fucking Marty Brodeur and everybody's going, oh thank God, it's over now. We got the guy. We got Brodeur. This losing streak ends today. It's like ah oh, fuck now. Now we all have to tighten the, the fuck this up is because the we got the sick back. I feel like, just like Severson, this fucking organization has it wrong again about who they have faith in. I, I completely like, fucking what the agree. Fuck, dude? We've had a couple, like, organizational favorites in this, you know, in the, with the Devils for the last few years that, honestly, I never understood it why they, they looked at these guys as, like, the guys. And I didn't get it. And Blackwood was one of them. Yeah. I don't understand it. Nope. It's, they keep on going back to him. It is it, it, seriously. It's like a, 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 it's just a bad relationship. Yeah. He keeps on ripping your heart out. He keeps on hurting you, and you keep going back to him. Yeah. You know, you need to call somebody and get yourself some uh, therapy and and pepper talk spray. to somebody. He or shows pepper up spray. for practice. You pepper spray him in That's the face. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> the devil's just, mascot needs to carry we, out this kind of thing. We should just hit him, <laughs> hit him in the there. knees with a crowbar. Yeah, exactly. Nancy Kerrigan He's, is ass. That's right. And I think it should be called Tanya Harding. <laughs> Tanya well, Harding is ass. Yeah, exactly. Tanya Nancy was just she pulled a Nico when you think about it. She kind of just laid there and took it. Why me? Why? Why? Can you imagine that? Nico um, should have done that for theater, like in the third period, just lay down and start screaming, "Why me?" And <laughs> holding his. And knee. then when they're like, "Dude, are you okay?" Really, you need- Tanya Harding was the hero in that story. Yeah, she really was. I actually thought the pipe was the hero. What was the guy's name that hit her? <laughs> something Galuli was his name. Oh, you're right, <laughs> Ron Galuli or Man. something. <laughs> I think it doesn't matter anymore. His name wow. is Galuli. It's like one name. Galuli. <laughs> Galuli and his crowbar. That's a good name for a band. Galuli and the crowbars. Yeah. Devil's <laughs> Devil's mascot wearing a Galuli jersey. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and smack he, him and he, in the knee yeah, with a crowbar. Exactly. Oh, and he can't be, just make sure he's not wearing his pads. 
I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, anyway, what are you expecting from uh, this team this week? Because we got less and bit... less every week. I'm expecting at this point. Do you think they're going to pull one out here? <laughs> I mean, I I, 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 I don't know, man. It's like, can I say it's due? Yeah, That's, you I can mean, say whatever due, you want. It's your podcast. I just don't think uh, there there has never been a worse time to project a team winning than right now for this club this year. I mean, you were right to think after the you know the first game they had a reason to come out and play better. They lost the second game, even more bigger reason. Every game that they lost that you thought they had a reason to win, this is like even less. You have less of a reason now to win. Yeah. I mean, of course, you need to win more. That's sure. what I'm saying. But if you look at the quality of the team out there, it has degraded. It really has. So, and that's the thing dude, that's so crazy to me. I know. Like, watching, what happened? It's like, the, it's like fucking Last Crusade. I'm watching a fucking person turn to a skeleton and just blow away. <laughs> <laughs> it's, right. Right. But like, what the it's fuck? Like, Whoa, you're dying so fast in front of Rapunzel's mother. Right. Like, something it's like not that. like, like sh- we are... The emperor. You know, it's not, we can't get it. <laughs> Somebody Other various mummy-like zombies. <laughs> You know, it's like if Hughes was at a lineup and he sure was at a lineup it's and like Bannon was at a lineup. Just getting older in front of your eyes, a president. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. just Joe Biden. Obama now. looked like Grady when he left. He did. Yeah. <laughs> but now, it's like if these guys were at a lineup and you sit there and say, you know, all right. Maybe we can't get back. We can't definitely can't get back to where we were. Let's just. But this team is a healthy team. There's no fucking reason that this team should be doing what they're doing right now. Which I I do believe it comes down to a lot of them being fucking either head cases or not giving a shit at this moment. Leadership in this locker room is a big fucking problem right now, and I think leadership behind the bench is a big problem right now. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can't just be nicey nice, you know. Yeah, oh, the I nice mean, Canadian guy. I yeah, know. we can go out like to a Tim Hortons after the game. Yeah, I, no, I can't believe that this team is is uh, negative because they just are so afraid of the tongue lashing they get at the end of the game. Of course not. I don't if think it's that tongue kind of lashing. Response. Me. <laughs> like the, the, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's worse than a Lindy Ruff tongue lashing? <laughs> Let Drop me. the drawers. It's time for a tongue lashing. <laughs> I went Irish. Yeah, doing, yeah, yeah, why not? Sure. It's the triple Lindy. No, he's, <laughs> That's when he does three tongue lashings at once. Yeah, no, his, his, his tongue's so fast you think it's three different guys. That's what. That's how he got to name the triple Lindy. No, uh, but his tongue it, lashings are legendary for their uh, politeness, I'm sure. Um, yeah, uh, it probably you know, doesn't even occur. It's all the boot out <laughs> here. You know, he's very Canadian. He's very, like, nice guy Canadian. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I want Ty Domi Canadian. Yeah. I want badass mean guy Canadian. Pretty much born Albanian hitman, but you ended up playing hockey instead. That's what he was. Exactly. That's what I want right now. This team needs a little fire under their ass. They need somebody to go in there and call them the fuck out and make them prove that they're not a bunch of fucking frauds. And, and I don't know if it's going to happen. They're going up against a really good, well-coached Carolina Hurricane team uh, tomorrow night. And, yep. you know, look, in the beginning of the season, when they were on that streak, we kept saying, as much as we were we were fucking tooting their horn, we were saying, but they do have some really tough opponents coming up. They haven't played the, the Penguins and the Panthers and the, the Hurricanes and the Lightning and the okay. Bruins yet. Now we're playing them. So and Based on what you're saying, I'm going to write the caption, the headline for the post game. Yeah. 
Hurricane Hurricanes blow, but the Devils suck, and that's what's going to happen. That's I like how that. they're going to sum it up. I like it. That, that the Hurricanes, and it's, it's a wordplay. Yeah, I get it. Because Hurricanes yeah, are windy, exactly. and wind blows, right? And the Devils suck, exactly. And not because they suck, but because they suck. Right, they just suck it all. Yeah, I get it. Suck the I get it. Not sucking as in a vacuum no, sucks. Suck, yeah, suck. Sucking as in really poor They suck like play. a vacuum. They suck like a vacuum. Yeah, but not... But yeah, not like a vacuum. a vacuum. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they're just not doing their jobs. They're like a vacuum that doesn't suck. It's, yeah, one that's not plugged mm-hmm. in. It's yeah. They're an unplugged vacuum. Yep. That's how bad they suck. Yeah, you're, you're like an unplugged vacuum because you suck in the wrong way. Yeah. You yeah. don't... You, you, yeah. So you you're, therefore you're supposed, suck again. Right. Yeah. Right. You're, it's you're, a you reverse this, Uno card. You're, is what it is. I'm so confused. <laughs> All right. I think we gotta go. Yeah, this is uh, the semantics of suck. It has gone off yeah, the rails. All right, become. but look, I hold faith. Yes. And the reason I hold faith because, is because uh, at, my, at my... You're <laughs> At my... Yeah, yeah, that's what I am. Um, at my old age, okay, I have followed two teams more than anything that uh, my two teams are are the New Jersey Devils and the Minnesota Vikings. No, mm-hmm. why I'm a Viking fan, I don't know. I was 5 years old and I became a Viking fan. And the other team you followed, you got a restraining order, so. Well, yeah, they had, yeah, they had the restraining mm-hmm. order on that me. Was, I followed them too yeah, much that, apparently yeah. and yeah, they said, I'm like just that. a fan and he's like, "Why are you in my shower?" And I was like, I "Just need you to sign this." And yeah, it was It was not you weren't holding anything <laughs> but yourself. <laughs> I had a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. Just need to sign this, buddy. So So and you know, being a Viking fan, I am very well versed in watching my team lose in, lose in in crazy unexpected ways that they break oh, my heart definitely. constantly. The Vikings know how to do that yes. better than any team in no, sports. Any history. team in professional sports, <laughs> yeah. they know how to do it. Yeah. You know how to now, do it. Now, this Saturday they were down 33 points at the half. Yes. 33. Yep. And they came back and they won the they game. They covered the spread. No, they didn't. It was four. But <laughs> they came back and they won the well, game. Well, then fuck them. They didn't cover the spread. The biggest comeback in NFL history. If this group of, you know, professional football players can play yeah. two, period, two, two halves so completely different. <laughs> then I think that the Devils can come out. You know what? I think I figured out how thing. to get the Devils to win. Do you, do you, am I making any sense? Here's how we do it. What? I somehow get you in the locker room and you give them that speech. <laughs> That's a good speech. Vikings. How about we just play them this? <laughs> no, guys, this will fire you up. Guys, uh, did you no, see I'm the just Viking saying, game? They can do this. They can do this. They're not. <laughs> they're, they're, guys, you're the Minnesota Vikings of hockey. They're going to look at you like, what the fuck, dude? It'll make sense to somebody there. There's got to be a player from Minnesota there. Here we go, but they would say to you, "But they suck. They never win. Why would you call us that?" Well, they're eleven and three. <laughs> yeah, for now, that's they're... exactly what the Devils are afraid of being. Yeah, I mean, not to hurt your feelings, but you don't know, hurt my feelings. The, not as much as the, um, the Vikings do. I know that. No, yeah, but they've they've they're, they're, this season, you. right now. The Devils are breaking my heart more than the fucking Vikings are. That's yeah, what I'm you saying. You just wait. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, and the reason, this is the best part. Because 
I'm so, having so much fun watching him yes. this year. It's going to yes, make I've the inevitable. Yeah, you have. I remember in 1998. They have good teams once in a while, and it. You mm. were watching the NFC Championship so game with me, and I, I'm older now, so I don't <laughs> I don't cry anymore. But but they do make me very very angry, and yeah. and yeah. But they in 1998, you were with you me. Things. We were watching the NFC Championship yeah. game. Gary Anderson didn't miss a field goal all season, <laughs> and he missed that one, and they lost to the Falcons. <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing 50, and I have never seen that team in a Super Bowl. And I know. I probably uh, you never are so will. Due. And, and what am I going to do? Tell you it's your year? No, <laughs> I mean, no. You wouldn't believe that. No, so, I wouldn't. And even if they do luck, make you know? it to a Super Bowl, they're probably just going to lose like 50 to 3. Yeah. Uh, but it, the, it'll be the new record for the new comeback as they right. lose as a they 47 lo- right. to point lead to fucking, yeah. uh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. They'll, they'll, but they'll I ha- break their I, record. I have been lucky in the wrong way. The other way. Yeah. I have been lucky enough to see. Three Stanley Cups, and yeah, that's so this team has not I, let you down. No, but like, the last like ten years has been hard with oh, this yeah, team. Definitely. And you know what? Like you showed glimpses, this team is capable. There, there is no good reason for this team to be playing like this. There's just no good reason. Let's do the math here. The youngest Devils may have been born after the Devils' last Stanley Cup at this point. Well, who's the youngest? Jackie. Well, twenty-one, I think, is around the youngest. Okay, that's that's two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so that's the last year they won the cup. Right. So you're right. That's a long stretch. Now they've had some good teams in there, few and far between. You know, they they yes. had the the one the, yeah, and the remaining ones in the in the Brodeur years, and then they had a you know a decent playoff run without them too. Yeah, but they they haven't done anything. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They've been in the desert essentially for. They're gonna win anything this week, Dan. Twenty years. Three big games this week. They're gonna come out of this thing. They're coming out of the street. I'm coming out of the booth. This is a very hazy crystal ball, you know, because there's been so much uh, in motion. The, the the level of play has been deteriorating for a while. You know, it was like, hey, they they shouldn't be losing these games. They're playing good hockey. Just things have been going wrong, and then. New things started going wrong, and it's like, wow, that's one they should have won. But they got to, they got to get. It. Now they're like, seriously, there's not a game they could go into where you feel like they should win this one. No, the confidence off, level. Like, if the confidence whoa, level is shaky. gone, it's shaky. Yeah, and if it's gone for the fans, it's shaky for the players. Oh well, we've seen it. I mean, it's really, it's not like you know the the fans are just being super scared. I think a lot of people gave them a lot. You know, the, the last thing we said is it's not really time to panic. And mm, yeah, we now, did say that, and you know, now it, I would say like, well, I don't know what else it would take. If you were gonna panic ever, would probably be now. This is <laughs> this is serious, yeah, exactly. and it's it, it is, and this is something that yeah, it, it this team could end up completely becoming a laughing stock yeah. over that thirteen game winning streak. Yeah, it's not even just that and, they lost; it's that the the play has deteriorated, right? And then you're like, oh shit, yeah, they're not. They, that's a bigger hole to climb out of now. You're not even doing this anymore. You're not even doing that anymore. They have to just find new pieces to fall off. I think that they could, if they're going to turn it around, it's, you know, it, it's got to be now. It's got to be Carolina. You have to go out there and some way find two points in that game, and you have to get this confidence back going, and then you have to go into Florida on Wednesday night, and you have to play a fucking really physical game, and you got to hit some people. I want to see some. Gloves dropped. I want you Are know. Are you talking to me? 
Because I'm not even playing. What was I talking? I thought I'm not so. You said, to you. "Oh, you mean to the team?" Yeah, I'm talking okay. to the team. For a second there, I thought you were talking to me, and I'm like, "Chris, I hate to tell you, I'm not even going to be there." Why not? I don't play for the New Jersey Devils. You know, they even asked. You you play hockey though. Yeah, just not it. for them. In the old old person's league. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I think that they can do it. I think they can come out. They can put this shit together and uh, play good against Carolina. Yeah, and right. I want to like see if they have a fiery. Fiery game, yeah, and, and get out there. And, and then and, in know, Florida, I want you. I want them to go down there with it, driven like a mission to win. That's what was really missing last. Yeah, game. you know, yeah, exactly. Like if if you fucking lose, don't you know? Make go it down your swinging, right? Exactly. You know, don't go down like a bunch of fucking schlubs. Yeah, and that's you know. what I didn't like. Like they didn't have that. We're on a mission thing. Even in some of their earlier losses, you're like, ah, you know what it was? It was like, uh, they we don't want to lose another. It was a little scared. Yeah. And this is now even worse. We're like, because they're like, I don't even know what reality is. You know, they're just like <laughs> giving up on everything. They can't. They can't play scared. They can't be worried about making yeah. mistakes because you know what? When they play their game, they don't make mistakes. Right. They're smooth. They're good. They're fast as fuck. Play your game. But in the Florida game, I want to see some gloves dropped. I want the Florida Panthers to know that they don't get to do that shit anymore to our captain. Um, and then you know what? You can you get these next two wins. Your next game's Boston. You know, we kept saying that that's the, you know, that that's, that's, big the, test. that's the big test right now there. Now everybody feels like they're not ready for the big test. But they if they can turn it around these next two games, they can really feel Where good going like, in that Boston game. I got a game. shot at passing this big test. I think they can pass it. Yeah. I have some faith. I haven't lost it yet. I think, like we said, the pieces are still there. Yes. Let's fucking stop whatever kind of head issues we got. Yeah, because there's no reason for I it. I don't know if it's a combination of taking the pressure off of some... Or lighting a fire under the others because you go back and forth that way. Like, it's if, seriously, what is what is going on with their heads? Who needs a fire lit? Who needs to like just fucking chill and relax? And maybe they're just clutching too tight. I don't even know. I, I, there are some players that I have noticed that have just disappeared, and two of them in particular who need to show up these next two games and for the rest of the fucking season. It's Miles Wood and, and uh, Jesper Bratt. I, I these two guys have just been MIA, and yes. uh, you and know, in their own way, they kind of have been leaders. Yeah, especially Wood. He's been a little bit more vocal out there with the media and stuff like that. You know, took that upon himself. Some of the things he said, um, and now, like, dude, you can't really go away. This team it needs a leader. Yeah, and you know, if before, like, we were talking about who would be captain and this and that. There's a time I would have said Wood. I think I did say ways, at one point. But, um, this was his fucking chance in a way to like not yeah. that you he's auditioning for a seat, but to show a leadership role, yeah. role for that team. You know, and he was as oblivious as the rest of them about like eh, whatever you know. I guess uh, I don't know. Oh well. Well, let's see what they're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna be back um, most likely after the next two games and before the the Bruins game. Yeah, and uh, so we will discuss then. Yeah, sounds great. All right, hurricanes blow, devils suck. <laughs> Buckers out.